Alright y'all, what is going on? This is your man L. Jamal coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. This is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got the facts. Well, uh, today we are going to put a wrap on Will Ferrell Week. I had one more movie I wanted to review for you guys and I wanted to save it for last because I feel like uh, this is one of his least known films or least uh, talked about films uh, of recent of recent date. But this is Stranger Than Fiction and of course this came out in 2006. Uh, it also stars Maggie Gyllenhaal as Anne Pascal, also Emma Thompson. You also got uh, an appearance from Queen Latifah and uh, also Dustin Hoffman as well. Uh, so let's move into the plot because like I said this one is a, a low-key hit by, by Will Ferrell. It has a, I think it has somewhat of a following since it came out over time but again not one of his most talked about films so I wanted to get into just the plot a little bit and again into some things that I really uh, enjoyed about it. Uh, but like I said uh, this one of course stars Will Ferrell as the, as the main character Harold, Harold Crick excuse me and Harold Crick is uh, an IRS auditor and he pretty much lives the typical life of a bachelor uh, he comes home to his you know to be by himself uh, a lot of the stuff he may engage in well he doesn't engage into it he doesn't do a whole lot of stuff you know he does he doesn't really have a whole lot of interest he just kind of goes home and lives his life alone and in some solitude and at some point it really does get to him um at one point in time uh well i definitely could relate to the character in some regard especially in that well especially in that regard uh because there was many times uh where i've worked jobs and i just feel like i was in a rut or that i was stuck and uh, I needed to find something, you know, some outside interest or just something to do uh, outside of work. But I really wasn't into hanging out too much. It was just a point in time where I just did cut myself off. And I became a little bit isolated, didn't want to go out too much, uh, didn't really find too many things that struck my interest. So I definitely related to the character on that level. I know how that could be uh, just being a just single male, just kind of just not even really you know, functioning too much in society. But uh, over time, uh, he was unbeknownst to him, uh, his, you know, his daily routine and his life is being summarized and being uh, written for him uh, by author uh, Karen Eiffel, again, played by uh, Emma Thompson. And uh, she's currently writing a new book. And usually in her stories, uh, she usually ends up killing the main character in some way or fashion. But at the time, Harold doesn't know this, but he's continually hearing this voice, basically, you know, detailing what he's doing in, in a, you know, in a literary literary fashion. And for one, I think Emma Thompson really worked well as a narrator. Uh, you give it, uh, well, you kind of give it some sort of, well, is this really real, or is this somebody's really, you know, um, experience? Is he really experiencing this, or is this part of her story? You know, has have we blurred the line here? So, hearing her you know, narrate is almost like she's coming up with the story as we go along and it's like you're actually reading the book as she's writing it as opposed to, you know, uh you watching Harold the actual real Harold Crick's experience. So it's 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 different. You know, having that narrator in my opinion 
really blurs the line in just that sense. So I definitely enjoyed that. Um, it gave you more perspective into what's going on. At least it gave you more, uh, you, you really got invested into what's going on, in my opinion, as well. Uh, but over time, again, the voices will start to get to Craig, especially uh, when he, there's an exchange between him and a stranger. He basically asks for the time. And then the narrator will go on to say, at this moment, uh, pretty much moments will be set in place that will lead to his death. So of course he breaks down. He goes, you know, he goes to see a psychiatrist. They tell him it may be schizophrenia, uh, but at the same time they they suggested that he would go. To, he should go to a literary expert. Uh, and here's where Dustin Hoffman character uh, character uh, Jules Hilbert comes in. He's the little literary expert. He he's working at a university. He goes to him and asks him, "Well, what's going on?" And and you know, is somebody you know writing my story? Uh, not so much that question yet, but more so what is going on to me? Is this really happening? And he says, you know, it could be. And uh, one thing that uh, Hilbert, you know, goes and suggests is that, you know, if Harold is to die, maybe he should just live his life uh, and just start living his life to the fullest and actually going and pursuing things. And, you know, over time, he begins to do that. Um, he begins to develop a relationship with Anne. Uh, again, played by Maggie Gyllenhaal, who's a baker, uh, and he was sent to audit her. So he was sent to ask her all those, you know, questions about her, you know, finances and all that, figure out what's going on, because again, she doesn't, she's not good at paying her taxes, or she doesn't really want to. That, that's a little bit vague, too, in my opinion. But anyways, they develop a relationship, and uh, it starts to, you know, it starts to cross over his balance, because he's so by the book. Uh, he almost thinks that any sign of, you know, affection uh, or, you know, friendship for that matter, let alone any type of affection, you know, because there's a scene where she, you know, wants to give him some cookies just out of the kindness of her heart. Because, again, they're they're kind of developing something despite, you know, him being, you know, you know, auditor, IRS auditor. She's not she's not she doesn't like, you know taxes she's not for all you know being taxed you know whatever but again just those individuals despite all that the individuals start to have a relationship so she wants to give him some cookies in one scene and he's not having it because she thinks it's he thinks it's a bribe and uh you know again you know she doesn't like that you know that pisses her off wow you know of course it would and again one thing I will say about this movie is you don't get to see, I mean, again, there's some, there's definitely some funny parts. There's some parts that you'll, you know, giggle at and laugh at, whatever, but that wasn't the entire point of the movie. And you see expressions from, you know, Will Ferrell, um, you know, that you don't never, you, you don't think you've, you know, could see before, you know, he gets to be very serious. You see him at sometimes very, you know, depressed or even desperate, you know, you've never, I mean, I think you've seen it before, but in a comedy sense, but to see it in a more serious tone, I think it really adds um, range to his acting ability and range to what he can do. Uh, I especially liked where he went off the cup and eventually, you know, he would get into some more activities. And that was basically with the help of Anne's help, you know, and just, you know, what's going on around him. Because as he's, you know, venturing off in life, the author is mentioning that, too. She's mentioning how he went to go find a guitar and he's looking to get into, you know, something else. And he finds that interest. And that's the guitar. Um, that's how him and, you know, Anne, you know, make their you know, relationship, I guess, you know, 
serious is through his use of music. She liked that. She did that. And uh, they got to connect that way. So again, that led to him going to get more into music, more into playing the guitar. He went to buy his own guitar. And I thought it was, you know, kind of nice how the narrator broke that scene down as well. Just his choices that he had, just when he really wanted to embody when he picked out his guitar. And you get, you get that, you know, and again, it's kind of weird because it's like you have something kind of directing you on how to feel but again really you have to question is it really blurring the line is this part of the story is it really you know real life here are we blurring you know all that you know it got really blurred between the fourth wall and whatever walls you want to put in there but again you had some of that blurry gray area you know where it are we reading the story or are we really seeing what's going on in his actual life or you know and is you know is it really you know if you put so many questions into it but again uh he starts to to branch out a little bit he's still talking to you know Jules and eventually they figure out um well he happens to be in his office one day and he hears uh Karen Eiffel on a interview on TV so he's able to, you know, figure out who, well, first of all, who the voice was. He was able to match the name with the voice and all that. And he goes and he, you know, uses his IRS, you know, skills to track her down. And uh, he ends up meeting up with uh, Penny Escher, again, played by Qu uh, Queen Latifah, who is uh, Karen's assistant. And I feel this is, I mean, uh, you know, this scene here was a really uh, different scene for me to, to take in for this type of movie um, because it left me feeling so many different ways but it, it and again it was still positive uh, because again uh, the story that Karen Eiffel is writing is pretty much again in her story the main character is named Harold Crick, Crick. and unbeknownst to her uh, she's again she's been writing pretty much his life at, up to this point and that initial phone call, first of all, when he first tells her, is very powerful because it's like, are you kidding me? Because, again, you know, in movies, in Hollywood, they'll give you a disclaimer like, hey, you know, these are not meant to, unless it's, a, unless it's, you know, based on a, a true story or, you know, a historical piece. They're going to tell you, look, these are, you know, made up characters. If they just so happen, you know, if they just so happen to be, you know, matching up with somebody's name in real life hey that's just coincidental you know they'll tell you that you know we're not going out of our way to talk about specifically john smith you know of one two three four maple street in springfield ohio that's what they're telling you you know there just so happens to be so many john smith in this world you know bada bada boom if he's put in the movie that name is put in the movie hey it's just how it is and again in a literary sense, when you read books and you, you know, see people named, you know, Danny Green and whatever, you know, typical names, you, you figure, okay, well, anybody could be named that, you know? Um, so when the initial phone call happens, of course, you know, Karen is in disbelief. But, you know, again, the likelihood of that happening is real, you know? You know, you never know, you know, when you put your, you know, when you put those names out there, you don't know who is going to listen to it or who's going to have an effect on. But again, you know, he it just so happens that, you know, through osmosis, he's able to hear 
her writings, you know, about, you know, his life and what he's going through. So that's a dynamic that you can't really explain in that one. So, I, again, it's still powerful to, to, for her to finally hear that voice on the other end and say, oh, wow, um, you're actually the, the character that I'm writing about. That's, you know, that shock and that, you know, disbelief. And in the final, the, the actual meetup, it went from almost like, oh, man, it's like a creation almost to like, like, uh, like there was like a, a family bond there. Like, oh, man, I've been crafting this. I've been, um, you know, seeing to it that you've, you know, evolved in life. You've, you've experienced happiness in your life. And I think that's where it leads to the ending being so, um, I guess, in a weird quirky um, and I think it could have just, I'll tell you how I feel the ending should be in just a minute. But again, uh, they make that connection and it's a really powerful connection because it's almost like, you know, she's looking in her, the eyes of her creation in some degree. And it's like, she's in awe that, oh man, I'm, I'm really, you know, you know, the, the fake giver of this man. And I definitely think it led into the final decision in which she, you know, decided to write the book, which is, again, which is why I feel like there should be, the ending should have been a certain way. But anyways, of course, as in all her stories, the main character must, you know, die in some way. But again, having met the man, having, you know, seen the man develop, you know, his friendships, his relationship again, be, because he also makes a friend named Dave through his work played by, played by Tony Hale, they develop a strong friendship as well. So after the friendship has been made, uh, you know, they, 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 you know, he again grows as a person, as a true character arc. He comes out of his shell. Uh, he, you know, opens up to you know not to an extreme of course but he definitely opens up he gets into his his hobby he finally goes he pursues what he's always wanted to pursue and i think you know having uh eiffel write all this out and see that and know that somebody's actually living this out uh i think it definitely because again her point was you know she kills all her main characters but in this one you know because of you know some type of circumstance in the, in the story of course she you know writes it you know all specifically i'm not going to get into all that because it's a little bit complicated but long story short you know of course harold crick it has to be somewhat of a happy story well a pretty happy you know it has to have some happy ending I, every hollywood movie almost has some sort of happy ending so of course he doesn't die and um and again i, I feel you know, this is why I feel like the ending was so, com not necessarily convoluted, but it was a little bit hard to understand because basically from what I could, what I could understand was she wanted him to die knowing it was, no, never mind. It was too complicated. That's why I feel like she should have just told him straight up. I've made this connection with you. I understand that, you know, my words have some power, may have some power because again, we don't know if she's. I mean, she kills off all her main characters. We don't know if those characters actually die. And, but there is a situation, well, but in, you know, Crick's situation, there was a situation where it was a, there was a chance where he could have been. There was a bus accident, um, but he didn't pass, okay? Uh, the, the wristwatch that he was wearing and the wristwatch in the beginning uh, that he asked for the time for, because for some reason it stopped, that led to her telling him, oh, these are the events that's going to lead to you passing. Again, he didn't pass. That same wish was watched. Again, it was it's kind of weird how it all worked out. 
Uh, but again, the wristwatch pretty much saved him from getting hit in a specific artery. I, yeah, weird. That part is weird too. But again, it was really well acted. And again, you saw emotions from Will Ferrell that you never thought you'd see. He got to be really desperate in certain scenes, you know, just about trying to find his way, trying to preserve his life, you know. But again, when he, there's also a, a powerful scene when he comes to the, the conclusion that the story would be better off in terms of its flow and its consistency and just his, you know, its vibe if, you know, his title, his, you know, character passes. And he comes to those grips. Um, he's he's lived his life, you know. He's finally got to enjoy some of the things he can. Because there is a powerful quote in the movie um, done by Dustin Hoffman. And I don't think I can, you know, go verbatim. Um, but I'll, I'll paraphrase it. And it is basically referring to life and just how much time you have in opposed to what you're, you know, how you're, you know, living it. And basically he says, you know, I think the best thing about it, well, you know, you might, and he's referring to, you know, Will Ferrell's, Will Ferrell's, you know, potential death. He says, well, you can have a short life, but enjoy it to an, to an extent that, it overrides just how short it is. There's people that live, you know, long lives that are miserable and, and don't enjoy anything. So basically, you know, trying to get get Crick scared, well, you know, Crick to go out and really, you know, enjoy those things. Because again, you don't know. And it's really, you know, you can't really control when something like that is going to happen. Because again, in the movie, you know, he was close. He could have, you know, he was seriously injured, but he didn't pass, you know. He was definitely involved in the accident. And, you know, just to see all that come full circle, I think Emma kind of realized, well, her character, Karen, kind of realized, I do have, I might have some influence, I might not, but I definitely think it it, it made her change the ending. Uh, it definitely had some sort of effect on that. And that's why I feel like she should have just been honest and said, look, look, Harold, I've developed this relationship with you or these feelings for you. Uh, I, I realized that you come full circle as a human being and it may or may not be based specifically on what I've been writing, but I feel like because I, you know, because she was, you know, she's the author of the story. She feels as though she is, has some connection and she does. And, um, it allows, it allowed her to kind of look at it. For, and that's why I feel like she should have just said that, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, I have feelings for, you know, for you, not, you know, of course, love you, love you feelings, but as, as, you know, trying to see you through, you know, as trying to see you to, through to the other side and not, you know, I don't have to kill you. And she could have just said it like that. And it just kind of made it kind of complicated. And I don't think the ending would have meant, I think, you know, the way the movie ended, I think it was strong and I think it ended, you know, powerful without him passing. So I, I thought it would, the book could have been just as, was going to be just as fine. Uh, but anyways, I, I thought this one was really deep and uh, it touched on a lot of different um, aspects about life and death and the enjoyment of life and trying to find those things that, you know, enhance that. And um, again, this is a movie that uh, was not one of his biggest or more popular films, but I'm going to give it 
uh, at least an eight out of t eight, eight and a half out of ten. This one was really was, again superbly acted, at least on Will Ferrell's part, showing you some some dynamics in his range. He actually sings and plays the guitar in this one, showing showcasing kind of his multi-talented skill set, multiverse skill set is, is what I should say, and uh, really again showcasing uh, his his abilities. Uh, in acting as well and something that I, again again i think people should take a chance to look at uh, i think it's a really good one stranger than fiction uh welfare week it's wrap it's over uh and that's how i wanted to end it on something uh really powerful with a good positive message message but anyways uh, like i said this is a wrap for for now, uh, my next episode, I will be uh, detailing all the, all the sports action of the weekend, mostly in college basketball. Uh, again, we're going to go over some of the, oh yeah, we're going to talk about the All-Star game as well. And then uh, there's some NFL news to go over. And then I wanted to go over Gail. Some, I want to talk a little bit more about Gail King and that Snoop Dogg uh, right before we get into the the new week but again uh it's a wrap for now if you are looking to get in touch with me you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com that is e-l-j-b-u-t-l-e-r 75 at gmail.com once again that is ljbutler75 at gmail.com you can also hit me up on facebook at Johnny. E-L-J-A-M-A-H-A-D-J-A-N-I. You can also hit me up on Instagram at L-Jamal, E-L-J-A-M-A-H. And also, I got a Facebook page as well, at Never Out of Bounds. Again, I will be hollering at y'all later. If anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Peace out, one love, and I will holler at all y'all later.